Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back to another episode of Champions of Change, where on Fridays we spotlight the women and non-binary people making a difference in the sports world, both on and off the field. Hear how athletes, marketers, creators, executives are breaking down barriers and changing the game forever. So I'm Molly Cahillane, Adweek's senior TV reporter, where I stay busy covering all things streaming, sports media, and marketing. We just wrapped WNBA All-Star, and I took a look at how brands activated in Las Vegas, though sadly I couldn't make it out there this year. And if you haven't, please check out Sabrina Ionescu's record-breaking performance in the three-point competition. I really don't think we'll ever see it beaten in our lifetime. But it's also my favorite time of the year. It is World Cup week. The tournament kicked off this week, and Team USA is set to take on Vietnam tonight in primetime, going for an unprecedented three-peat. A lot of us at Adweek are writing about all the different brand campaigns and marketing stunts around the tournament, and some of my favorites have been the NWSL spot and Nike's incredible overall campaign. The writer's strike is well underway, and now the SAG after union is also striking, which is really shaking up what the fall TV landscape might look like. But that doesn't mean that new content isn't premiering. We're doing something a little different today, and I'm actually joined by three guests. We've got Moana Jones-Wong, Malahia Kinimaka, and Brianna Cope, three of the athletes starring in Prime Video's new docuseries, Surf Girls Hawaii, which premiered this week and comes from Together and Hello Sunshine. The show follows the next generation of native Hawaiian female surfers aiming to earn a spot on the world tour of professional surfing. So surfing definitely isn't a sport I know much about, but I cannot wait to learn more. Thank you guys so much for being here today. Thank you for yeah, having thanks us. Thanks for having us. All right, so we were joking beforehand. I have never done an episode with three guests, and we are going to figure this out, and it's going to be great. But I am so excited to talk to all of you guys. Um, and if you haven't watched the show yet, please check it out. It's four episodes. They're on, it's on Prime Video. It's really awesome. So I have taken one surfing lesson in my entire life. It was also actually in Hawaii, and it was unbelievably hard. So you guys have been doing this pretty much your entire life. But what was the experience like filming the series for Prime Video? Um. Jeez. Well, um, it was kind of like, it was like kind of inviting like a crew of people into your life. For me personally, I can't speak for everybody. Um, but it was like, suddenly you're doing these like things that you, you don't really think about like getting ready for a contest, warming up, doing heats, and you have like a camera this far from your face. So it's a little, it's a little unnerving, but, um, we became super good friends with the crew. And, um, after a while it just felt like normal, I suppose. What about for you guys? 
I think it was a lot of fun because like it wasn't you know it was just our natural lives like of course the first couple of days it's a little nerve-wracking with the camera but like it was so cool that it wasn't state like we were actually showing you know our lives our backgrounds and like how we all get ready for contests and like everything we face the trials and you know trump triumphs and everything but um yeah it was super natural and we all are really good friends so it was just fun day hanging out with your friends and yeah awesome mona do you have anything you want to say about it I think it was like really hard at first to get used to all the cameras and things like that. But being with Malu and Brianna, it made it more of a fun experience. And like the whole crew became like our friends too. So it was like, it was a really fun experience, like sharing our lives with like people that we never met before. Yeah. And I mean, now that the show is out, it's going to bring surfing kind of into the, not that it's not already in the forefront, but it's a huge exposure, right? Like Prime Video's got several like a couple hundred million people. Um, so that's really exciting. But and so a big theme in the show is the importance of representing Hawaii in professional surfing. And that really comes through. But I would love to hear kind of your thoughts about that. Like, why is it really important to as Native Hawaiians to represent the sport? Well, I mean, it's like, it's your ancestral heritage. And like, I think for a lot of people who are Kanaka Maoli, it's like, it's more than just a sport. It's a way of connecting like to your ancestors and doing something that they actually did in their lifetimes. And also like a couple of us come from like families who surf. So it's like my family, for instance, we grew up like learning all the things that my dad learned from his dad and his dad and so forth. So it's a really special for me. It's like a very special connection culturally. You got anyone else have anything? I think as a native Hawaiian, it's really important to like surf for us, but not just surf because like that's our career. We surf because this is like what our families have been doing for generations. And like we want to show our sport to the world in the best way we can. Well, Mono, actually, where are you right now? Because you guys can't see this, but Mono's chilling on a beach. Like there's a roller coaster in the background. Like what are you up to? We don't know where she is either. She's sitting right next to us. I know where she is. I was just riding a roller coaster like 20 years ago. Santa Monica up here before, so this is my, my mom, my dad, and my so it's pretty fun. <laughs> so Santa Monica Pier, yeah, that is definitely more fun than um, I'm sitting in my parents' apartment in Chicago. I mean, I love Chicago, but I'm really hoping that like nobody comes in the door. I'm like, guys, I'm busy. Please don't interrupt. Uh, I would rather be in Santa Monica. I wish throw you a roller coaster in the background, but <laughs> we're in the hotel. <laughs> are you Are you guys also in California? Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Jealous. Um, my brother goes to school out in LA and he oh, looks like he's life. living his best life. Um, <laughs> so I talk about this a lot on the podcast, but basically just how we have seen women's sports absolutely exploding in popularity. I mean, the WNBA, the NWSL are up double digits this year. I talk about soccer and basketball all the time, but it's literally all women's sports right now, right? Like softball, volleyball, uh, pickleball. Um, but surfing is growing really quickly too. And it's, again, this is something I don't know a lot about. Um, so I'm, my, my friend Ariel Chambers was in Hawaii a couple months ago, actually, and she was with the WSL checking it out and she was telling me about it. She's like, you need to get into surfing. So this is me trying to get into surfing, (laughs) but (laughs) so, uh, it was in the Olympics for the first time in Tokyo. So like, how do you guys, like, what's kind of your experience been as you've seen surfing grow, um, more on the worldwide stage and how do we keep it going? I think yeah. it's been so crazy. You know, I've been competing since I was a kid. We all have. But just to see, like, the elevation of surfing in our sport grow is really cool. And, like, actually, 
you know, getting the support. WSL has equal pay for women now, which is huge. And just having a lot more support on the female side. They're pushing the women out at Chopu, you know, Moana serves pipeline just as well as the men. Like they're just such high, it's just evolving so quickly. And it's really cool to see, you know, girls are doing airs and it's just really um, all gas, no breaks right now for surfing. I feel like, especially in the female side, you know, everyone's pushing each other and wanting to do better. And um, yeah, it's really cool to see. All gas, no breaks. I love that, Brianna. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And even I would say like the evolution of surfing, um, literally, I'd say maybe like in the 90s, maybe the 80s, it's kind of like it reminds me of skateboarding almost where it was like a very like core, like small group of individuals. And then it's like growing in like, like exponentially as a sport. So it's kind of cool because it allows opportunities like this show or like, um, uh, like wave pools, just all these different avenues to like express yourself and have a platform and kind of be representation for people who might not have um, been able to see themselves doing that kind of sport or participating in that activity. So like the reach is worldwide and um, it opens, like I just went to Papua New Guinea to do a program where the women in this really small community, like use surfing um, to like uplift each other. So you kind of go to all these super rural places and you're like, wow, people are doing exactly the same thing we're doing at home. It's really cool. Um, it's super cool to see. It's exciting, actually. It's, yeah. it's cool to see, too, that, like, more people are getting out there, you know? Like, it's not as... It used to be, like, super intimidating, I would feel like. People like, oh, my gosh, you surf. And now everyone's like, you know, even when we first talked to you, you're like, I tried surfing. Like, mm-hmm. it's just becoming way more um, well-known and, like, way... It's just so fun. Like, that's the whole thing. That's, like, why we all do it. It's so fun. And yeah. it's cool to see, like, everyone trying through all everywhere in the world. Yeah, for sure. And then we talked about it a little bit too, but with the show coming out, like more people are going to be watching. How did you guys get on the show? Like, were you approached? I mean, I mean, as a TV reporter, I feel like I should know more about this, but how did, how did that all come together? Do you want to take a swing at it first? Or maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> Moana. Because she was one of the first yeah. people. All right, go for it, Moana. Prior to happening, there was like a smaller little like series. Uh, it was like a four little part series um, about me and two of the other girls, the younger girls. Um, And we did this series probably like in 2020. And it was just highlighting like Native Hawaiian surfer girls. And it was like on YouTube. And it was called Kaikaina. And um, me and the producer on that show, her name was Monica. And she approached me like last year and she was like oh I think we might have like something with Amazon to like expand on um that little series that we did and I was like oh what really that's so cool and then I never imagined that it would turn into something like this that's really cool so it started off yeah it started off like really like small and it was like a little grassroots thing and then it just turned into like something so much bigger that I never thought was gonna happen so it's really cool to see the evolution of our little series turn into to a big series. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think like for Brianna and I, um, we, it was the, every year there's like three tiers of surfing. There's the qualifying series. And then if you do good enough in your region, you go to the challenger, which is like the first worldwide, you know, kind of like com- competition. And then if you do good enough on that, you get to the world tour, which is like the most elite level of surfing. So they approached us during the 2022 winter season for the the qualifying series. Um, And they had asked me, they just, yeah, I think they like had 
contacted my my managers at Roxy. And um, I think it was Monica as well. And she had asked if I would be available or willing to shoot. Um, and it's kind of like, I wasn't quite sure uh, because <laughs> I'm like a little shy. And so I was like, oh man, camera's like in my face. It's kind of crazy. I don't know. But then um, I'm really glad that I did because I didn't know that it was like the first show that Amazon made that featured like female athletes, um, which is really cool. And I also didn't know or it's like kind of like, you know, when something scares you, but you're like, oh, it could it could like open up the pathway for so many more people to figure out how to like do what you're doing and do it better. It was kind of like that where I was kind of afraid to do it, but I'm glad I did it in the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think everyone's going to be glad you did it. For sure. Do I, I, yeah, I, no, no, yeah. Uh, you answer it too, because you're part yeah, of Yeah, Brianna, how? Uh, <laughs> I did it. So it was pretty funny. Like I knew there. So at the sunset event, which was the first competition that I saw everyone being filmed, I was like, super like, no, I don't want to be filmed. Like I did the ultimate surfer with ABC. So I was like, Oh, I'm okay. Like I didn't know what to expect. So I just kept saying like, I'm okay. I'm okay. And then I had a really nice conversation with Monica and like, I didn't, I heard the background of the story and like how cool it was. And I'm actually the only one on the show that's not native Hawaiian, but I was born and raised in Hawaii. So it was super cool mm -hmm. that Molly and Juan were like, yeah, you should go and like, you should join it with us. It's going to be super fun. And like any opportunity for me to represent Hawaii, it's, it's a special place to me. So I would love, that's why I did it. I was like, I would love to show where I came from and like growing up with them is super fun. And it was a no brainer once I heard more about it, but at first I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> and then, um, you know, obviously working with like Hello Sunshine and Amazon Prime, like there's such a uplifting company for women and I think that's important to have that spotlight so yeah I'm stoked to did it yeah I definitely think so and I mean the stuff that hello sunshine and together have been putting out has been so good um literally was just announced this week that together is now going to be doing um partnering with Netflix for a documentary on the U.S. women's national soccer team oh so that's my exciting. friends play for that team I'm really good friends with a couple yeah who Kelly O'Hara I love her I that's met her a couple true. times recently that's like so one of she's my great She's she's super super cool. Yeah, well, she's awesome. So sweet. Yes, yeah, she plays tonight, right? Sorry to get uh, sidetracked. Yeah, tonight. <laughs> I'm like, does she yeah. play tonight? <laughs> she <laughs> does play tonight. <laughs> um, I think now is a perfect time to take a quick ad break. We will be right back. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, so we've talked about how 
surfing is growing and it's growing pretty quickly. I mean, coming into the Olympics, uh, we're now getting shows on prime video. Like we're, we're now seeing and television deals. Like, but as the sport grows quickly, like how can we keep it accessible? You guys have been doing this your whole life. How do we make it so it's still accessible for people to just come into the sport? Jeez. I think, um, my family runs a surf school on Kauai that it's, it started like 60 years ago. So we do, I would say the easiest way to make surfing accessible is to just have like a plethora of equipment that you can lend out to people. Um, whenever we do like, like either like community workshops or working with young women, it's like a lot of the, the, the accessibility issues is they don't have surfboards. Um, and then as you're getting better and better, you need kind of like surfboards that are built for you. So being able to get people access to like better equipment and also like water safety training and knowledge is probably like the way that we can keep surfing really accessible. For sure. And like Molu said, I'm just going to piggyback on that. Like mm-hmm. taking the surf lesson is so important, like just even the beginning and learning from someone like, you know, if you're in Hawaii, if you're on Kauai, learning from them. I think that's the biggest thing is like making sure, you know, like the water and know like what you need to do to learn because everyone wants to surf and they want to go like I funny story but I just took my friend surfing and like I want to try one of your boards and I'm like no let's start from the beginning so I think that's the biggest part is like learning um the whole steps and enjoying the process of surfing and like getting your own connection with the water that's why we all do it and Moana actually does a really cool program as well for young women Moana can you tell us about it (laughs) yeah yeah, for me on the North Shore, I have my own surf club. And I just, I mean, I started it, I think it's almost coming up on three years that I've been running my surf club. It was a little surf school at first, and then I changed it into a club because I felt like that was more fitting. Um, I pretty much just take, like, a bunch of little girls surfing twice a week. And we, like, meet up, and it's, like, two hours every time we go out, or sometimes longer. We just... Depending if the waves are firing, we just stay out until, like, the whole afternoon and just stay there and cruise and hang out. It's kind of just, like, a fun, like, place, safe place, like, super, like, we just want to have fun. That's what it's all about. I'm like, girls, we're not here to become, like, world champions. We're here to become, like, respectful, nice to each other. Like, we got to respect the ocean, um, make strong connections with each other, and a lot of girls... um, didn't like surfing when they joined and they didn't really have a lot of friends and they kind of had this weird competitive rivalry between all of them and then as the time went on the girls just became so supportive of each other and every time a girl catches a wave at my surf club all the other girls are cheering her on (laughs) yeah it's it's actually really yeah, I mean, that's something I would want to do as an adult. <laughs> Not that New York City has a lot of good surfing options, but. <laughs> but I feel like that's what the show represents with us. Like, we're all really close. So when we're surfing together, I feel like it's like that, you know, like everyone just amped. Like when I see Mala ripping or Moana ripping, I'm like, yeah. So it's cool to have that because surfing is like an individual sport competitively. But to have your friends when it's you're surfing much- with is super fun. Yeah, it's very much a social sport, I think. It's meant to be, I think, a communal sport. Yeah, for sure. What Malu said, it's meant to be a social, like it's, it's a social time. Like when I go surfing and if I'm out there by myself, it's not fun. Even if the waves are like fire, it's still not fun. Like I need to be out there with all of my friends talking story and like cheering each other on the waves and just like being out in the water with your friends. 
Like there's nothing better. Yeah. And I think that comes across in the show too, right? Like you can genuinely, and I can tell this by just talking with you guys right now that you guys all really do actually like each other and support each other. But I think, all right. You know what? <laughs> I, I don't eat. <laughs> I don't, be- I don't believe you. I just don't believe you. But I think that does come across in the show too, right? Like the community that's there. Yeah, it's super important for sure. Um, and then something that we is talked about a lot in the first episode is kind of this idea of sp- not this idea, this whole concept of sponsorships. Um, yeah. like your main sponsor, the big sticker goes on the nose of your board. I, I learned a lot watching the show. Um, so when you guys are looking at sponsorships, um, what is important to you? Like what kind of brands are you looking to align yourself with? I guess, Moana, um, let's start with you. Yeah, come on. So I think brands that have the same values as you. And you're looking for brands that see the potential in you and see how you're different from the other surfers or athletes and how basically like I'm sponsored by Volcom and Volcom is known for like pipeline. Like everybody in the surf world knows that Volcom has two houses on the beach at Pipe and whenever you go surf Pipe you're going to see the Volcom house and you're going to see the Volcom team riders getting spit out of giant barrels out at Pipe so Volcom and me mm-hmm. just makes perfect sense. What about you guys Malu and Brianna? Well, you can go first. I guess um, for my sponsors I always try to align myself with like like Moana said things that feel really authentic to me um, so like I really I really really care about female empowerment um, and I really, really care about um, equal representation in surfing and having a group of strong women around me. Um, so I've I've been with Roxy since I was, I think, maybe like 10 years old. Um, left for a bit when I went to school and then came back. But I feel like they have a really strong community in that sense. Um, and they're very supportive of me. And then as well as I'm also on Reef at the moment. And I they kind of fulfill my requirement of like, being very environmentally conscious. Mm -hmm. Um, So Reef actually does a lot behind the scenes to fund a lot of scientific endeavors to protect coral reef and do coral reef restoration, which is what my PhD studies. And um, so I just kind of tried to align myself with like, like environmental sustainability as much as possible, even though, you know, it's like, you're still selling things. So it's, it's still like, you know, (laughs) it's it's bad, it's hard. It's like, um, but yeah, so as, as much as possible, environmental sustainability and like female empowerment is what I, I also for. like that. I also like that you just casually drop the PhD fact in there. Did just a little flex on it? Like, you know, my PhD. <laughs> it's really just a lot of quiet reading. It's not that glamorous, I promise. And then I'm, from... Okay. Oh, sorry, I was going to no, say... I think I'm totally different. Like, I... It's super important for me to like align myself with companies and I'm actually the only surfer in the show that doesn't have a main like uh, surf industry sponsor since I was a kid I've always wanted to branch out I'm really uh, passionate about health and fitness and like especially I was born with the birth defect so like um, fitness kind of like taught me how to push through mentally and so did surfing and I think Mm -hmm. all the companies I represent now uh, really believe in that backing and I think it's super cool to uh, take the leap out of the sport and go and follow what I really believe is representing myself. And what are some of those companies? So my main sponsor is Alfleet, which is a, a athletic company and BPN supplements. Um, 
Olipop, which is like super exciting. Like, I drink it like best. eight times a day. I'm like, Olipop. <laughs> um, Gosling pizza oven, like things that really align with like who I am as a person and like what I do outside of surfing too, which is super cool. I'm big into cooking, big into um, fitness. Like, and yeah, it's really cool that they're, I'm able to like kind of bridge the gap and bring them into surf and they're bringing me into, you know, the cooking world and the fitness world. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. And that's why I love hearing, especially when I talk to athletes, just kind of the sponsorships and the brand partnerships they have, because I feel like it tells, like it shows a lot about a person, right? Like what your values are, what you align with. Um, so that's why I always want to ask. Um, and then I know I, I got to let Moana get back to Santa Monica Pier. So I have some <laughs> more time. <laughs> look at her. She's away. like looking at the roller coaster behind. She's like, look, the line's short. <laughs> so I've got one more question for you guys, and then I will let you go. Um, but so we've talked a lot about how surfing is growing, how women's sports are growing. Um, but I w- I'm really curious, like as athletes, how do you think people can best be an ally to the women and the non-binary folks that are working in sports or competing in sports? And I want to hear from each of you too. So you want to go first, Moana? Want to go first to get back to the pier, Moana? <laughs> <laughs> I think just by surfing, you know, everybody, I think just a kind word goes a really long way. Like when I first started surfing pipe, like no women really surfed out there. Every time I would go out, I was the only woman out there. And some of the guys would like tell me like, oh, I just saw you get a really good wave or, oh wow, you're doing, you're doing really good out here. You're so brave. Just like little tiny comments like that, like really gave me the courage and the um, resilience I needed to continue pursuing my dream of like, staying out there and being like a really good piper. Nice. All right, Brianna, yeah. how about you? I think showing up for each other is super important because, you know, usually sometimes females were a little more emotional, of course, so sometimes it's easier to be competitive and like be a little, um, I don't want to say like te- bringing each other up instead of tearing each other down, you know, like it's so easy to do that in the social media and all that stuff. And I think just showing up for each other, being like a supportive person and being the friend that you want to be around. Like, even if it's just someone you meet today or someone you've known for a long time, just treating everyone with a lot of respect. And I think that that's really important because, you know, females need to stick together and push each other. Absolutely. And I would say like, just genuinely like show aloha, like show kindness, like be gracious, be like empathetic to others. Um, in any like whether you're a man a woman anybody just like a sense of love and inclusiveness it goes so like it speaks volumes and like where I came from or like where I grew up where both of us grew up on Kauai I feel like we have a community of like men and women a generation ahead of us that were always really inclusive to us like how Moana was saying and so I think that's why our island has so many like amazing female surfers just because Everybody shows a lot to each other. So much yeah. support. It's so yeah. special. Like every free surf at home, like when you're just surfing with your friends and family, like it feels like a family reunion because like everyone just like psyched. Like when you do well in a contest or when you yeah. do well somewhere, like everyone like has your back. And I think that that's the best for me. The, the most special part is like everyone truly has everyone's back. And I think that's a beautiful way to live life. Yeah. And when you're part of a community, you know, when one person wins, everybody wins, yeah. you know, actually it's pretty cool i i love that and that's what we were talking about earlier too right this whole sense of community um 
Well, thank you guys so much for being here. I know your schedules are jam-packed with the show premiering, so really appreciate the time, and it was so nice speaking with you. Thank nice you. Nice to meet you, Molly. You guys, too. All right, and thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will be back here next week. Thank you for listening to Champions of Change, Shattering Ceilings in Sports, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Amanda Sickler, executive produced by Al Manorino and John Heal, and edited by Lane McGivney at Outwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcasts. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, shoot us an email at podcast at adweek.com. 